Now it's just boy talk. <laughs> You're listening to boy talk. Boy talk. It's two boys and we just talk about stuff. <laughs> what is happening? You're listening to boy talk. <laughs> I don't wish to. 1079 boy talk. Hey, boys, you know when you're writing in your diary and your mom interrupts you? Up next, it's Creed again. <laughs> With arms wide open. <laughs> That's and... the only song they play on Boy Talk. So. <laughs> and they only play that one line of it. Let's let's pivot the show and we're just Boy Talk now. My mom keeps reading my diary. <laughs> With arms wide open. <laughs> they, also, they also use it as a sound effect. <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> Boy talk is unhinged. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Robocop was not a robot at all. And everybody was in love with Paul. Giamatti. What if Bigfoot joined the Colin clan? Brave little toaster fell in love with a man. What? Isn't that better? This isn't really maintaining the integrity of my creative vision. Snyder, Snyder action. Isn't that better? So much better. Isn't that better? Better movie club. And cut. Okay. I think I have an initiation. You guys ready? Getting into character. As what? Yourself? I want to take his face off. Derek, what are you doing? Gloria said she had an initiation. Okay, you have 13 hours to solve my puzzle. 13 hours? Yeah. Okay. Greg, what are you doing? Gloria said she had an initiation. We have, What's what? we have 13 hours to solve your puzzle, mystery man. Oh, 13 hours, sir. That is not long enough. Greg, you're just doing my character. Stop. <clears throat> I mean, uh, 13 hours, sir. That's way uh, not long enough to solve this puzzle. You guys haven't actually seen the puzzle yet. We'll never be able to solve your puzzle in 13 hours, sire. What, what's the puzzle look like? Well, um... What a strange clock has got 13 hours on it. Are there 26 hours on a day here? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's part of the puzzle you have to solve. Um, I, there's well, 26... By Jove, I think we've done it. <laughs> There's 26 hours in a day, and there's seven days in a week. How many hours does it take to get through this maze on this piece of paper that I have? More than 13, sire. We'll never be able to do it. <laughs> you haven't even tried yet. Here, here's a pencil. You can... But if you if you get into a dead end, you're, you're dead. You die. And the, the answer, to, to be clear, the puzzle you're asking us is how long it would take us to solve yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If there were 26 <laughs> hours per day. Yeah, and seven days in a week. But the answer is how many hours would it take us to solve that? So I, does uh -huh. it matter that there's and 26 we, hours? And we only have 13 hours to do it. <laughs> We've got half of a day. Yeah, it all matters. It all matters. Okay. So uh, what if we draw the line real thin through this maze, are we... You said if we hit a dead end, we die. But can we like do a little loop, de loop, and not touch the edge and be okay? No, because you're uh, canonically you're riding a horse and it's very big. Uh, well, I'll just look at the maze and plan my route before I write on the paper. Uh huh. And yeah. You see can the we... the scale here tells you how many miles each of these lines is, and of course, a horse can travel twenty five miles in a day. And there are 26 hours in a day. So a horse can travel one and one, no. Yeah. How, it's <laughs> how many miles per hour can a horse go? <laughs> it's got to be more than one mile an hour. Horses are pretty fast. 
but it's a tiny maze, you see, and the horse can only squeeze through all the turns. Plus, the Am horse I right, it, Sire? Am I it, correct? It, well, that, and also the horse has to sleep. They can't just, if you run your horse uh, every hour of every day, all 26 hours, it's going to die before you get there. But we only have 13 hours to complete the maze. I know. A horse could go for 13 hours. Certainly. Well, I don't know if that would be humane. But if we die, then that's not humane either. What a puzzle this is. I forego animal ethics. And have you solved the puzzle? <laughs> well, <laughs> I suppose I don't have to then because we don't actually have to go through the maze. What? We just have to figure out how long it would take to solve the maze. And we have a paper copy here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, sire, it seems to me the easiest way to get through the maze is to fold this paper in half and punch a hole through it with a pencil. What sorcery ah, is this? A wormhole. A wormhole. You can't... Okay, it's a fantasy setting. You can't always bring wormholes into the fantasy setting. Every That's time. That's how physics works. It's on my character sheet. I told you. <laughs> He's a physicist. I don't want to DM for you guys anymore. <sighs> no, Leah, come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time I try to do it, you're like, it's a, I, have, I create a wormhole and I just go wherever. Like, <sighs> I mean, that's my character. That's what I didn't like was how your character, Greg, was calling out my character uh, for interrupting the initiation. But then you did that out of character. That's what Greg would do, though. <sighs> oh, because he exists outside of three dimensions. Yeah. He's aware of uh, the physical plane that the game is being played upon. I think I'm yeah, gonna he's just. Yeah, a physicist. I think I'm just gonna start a podcast instead. Oh, not not with me. No, I think I was gonna probably recruit like Austin Wyford, Andrew Farley, maybe. What's it gonna be called? Because I'm not subscribe. I need to unsubscribe. Yeah, I need to block. <laughs> I need to block it. Yeah, I don't think you can block a podcast. I beg to differ. It's a better movie club podcast. Oh, with those boys I mentioned and me, Leah Morris, blocked. <laughs> please block us on Apple Podcasts <laughs> or <laughs> Spotify or wherever block you listen to podcasts. Block us a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Better Movie Club Podcast. We're the podcast where we take your favorite movies and we make them favoriter through the powers of improv. And this week we watched a movie. What, what the heck was it? Uh, well, this week we watched a movie with um, uh, a little drama kid and a uh, big old maze and uh, David Bowie labyrinth. And what a labyrinth it was. It was the labest of times. It was the errinthest of times. That was about as good as I could go. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, you picked this movie. Yeah, I sure why did. Why you do that? It's a great movie. Yeah, I tell us it. a little bit about why it made me so uncomfortable. Probably because <laughs> of David Bowie's tight pants, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got it. David Bowie knows tight pants holding a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, this was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. Um, I used to, uh, we didn't own it, like, um, but my parents like every weekend would go to like a, a video store. They would get a movie for themselves and I was allowed to rent something. And I want to say like 90% of the time it was this movie. Probably could have just bought it, honestly. <laughs> um, so I, I used to watch it all the time. Uh, it lives kind of in the same place uh, for me as like Never Ending Story and um, Return to Oz. Just very, very strange fantasy movies from this era. It it, it all kind of syncs up with the, the role playing games of the era, too. Because it's just like dungeon crawl. Everything is, you're in the thick of it the entire time. Who, who cares about what world Labyrinth exists in? Because you're just chasing David Bowie around a fun little maze. Yeah. Every scene is like a new puzzle or challenge. Yeah. This one, I mean, feels a lot like like a D and D game. Honestly, like the way as the way that the we collect a party of of characters and like have like inter party drama and and stuff. Uh, one of them is sort of a sort of betrays the group at one point or betrays the the protagonist anyway. Um, but yeah, like different puzzles and combat things that happen. It feels it feels a lot like a tabletop RPG. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, real quick, uh, Sarah is a young girl who is a big old theater geek, um, <laughs> as evidenced by the opening of her in costume reading lines in a park. Um, so much so that 
I, I mean, my take on it is I'm pretty sure she imagines this whole thing. Um, but basically, uh, she has to babysit her stepbrother, half brother. I don't know. Um, and, uh, she wishes that the Goblin King would take him away. The Goblin King shows up, takes him away um, because she wished it. The Goblin King is David Bowie. Uh, and then she has 13 hours to navigate his labyrinth, uh, get to the castle at the center of it. And uh, otherwise, her brother Toby will be turned into a goblin. And she makes friends along the way and uh, conquers a bunch of challenges. And there's a bunch of music, good music, I would say. <laughs> Do ton of puppets too. Ton of puppets. Yeah, a lot of puppets. Jim Henson. Yeah. 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 High quality puppets. Yes. Very. Yeah. It's this movie. I mean, there's a few things that don't hold up very well. Some green screen and a little bit of NFT, but overall, practical effects Ooh. hold up very well in this. The the green screen um, <laughs> might be the worst green screen I've ever seen. It's, it's I think bad. it's as bad as the uh, Dune. Yeah. <laughs> the Dune movie. 1986. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. No, not do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> get different puppets that don't need like multiple actors and green suits yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> just change the scene dude you don't have to yeah the puppets looked cool i mean for sure but the like we're talking about the fire gang um yeah like scene specifically that those puppets look freaking awesome but like yeah. the back yeah, the backdrop is awful because it's all green screen <laughs> it looks I mean, the the scene that they have project, projected onto the background with the green screen looks like a practical like scene that they could have just built on like using they like did. stage I materials. Mean, because Sarah, before the fire gang comes into that scene, they she's in that scene. Like, there's not a green screen. She like she's oh, yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. So they and then they cut it. to it with the puppets and like Austin was saying. I'm pretty sure it's like there are people in like green bodysuits controlling them, and that's why they had to yeah. use. Green screen My theory for was it. it took like multiple actors to control each of those puppets. Like someone was doing the arms, someone was doing the legs, someone else was like doing the head, and they was were tossing like tossing heads around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like they could have done it. I mean, all the other puppets in the movie, I'm sure, it took multiple people too. Like mm -hmm. they could have. I'm sure they could have figured it out practically. Those, I mean, that scene also adds nothing to the film. Like it has no consequences and no reason for being there. They, they Those just wanted... guys don't come back. I, I mean, yeah. they come back for a little house party at the end, but right, yeah, but yeah, the, there's no. I mean, it's literally like they were just. It's almost like they wrote that song and they were, and they had these puppets and they were like, I don't know, let's just like do a thing, like <laughs> let's throw this in here. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Does anyone think that if they were also sixteen, they would be friends with uh, Sarah or? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> no, she seems like the worst kind of theater kid. Yeah, she's so overly dramatic. Um, and I mean, like, I think you could interpret that as her not being a great actress or I think, yeah. I, but I, I do think it's the character, right? She's like clearly a drama kid, like, mm -hmm. um, and a hundred percent just like making up stories and telling them to herself, which is. Something I probably would have done, but I would not have done it the way that she does. <laughs> I, I, at the beginning of the movie, I thought it was very funny when, like, uh, she, like, throws a fit about uh, having to babysit. So and, like, she first, wishes her brother was dead. Well, yeah. Well, first, so first of all, her uh, stepmom tries to talk to her and she's like, I told you, like, you only need to babysit when you don't have plans. If you have a date, just let me know. We want you to have a date. You're 16. You should have a date. And she's like, oh, you're ruining my life. And she runs upstairs. And then uh, the dad's like, Sarah, can I talk to you? And she's like, no, go away. And he's like, okay, we'll be, we'll be back later. And she's like, well, you really wanted to talk to me, huh? You practically broke the door down. Like, what do you want, kid? You're... <laughs> Everyone, like, her parents seem... Maybe not the greatest, but like they seem to Fine. be trying to be reasonable with her, and she's just throwing a fit about everything. I'm sorry, you have to stay in your mansion. Yeah, that must be really yeah. hard for you. I mean, I think there's some. In, I've always, so as someone who's watched this movie like a million times, I feel like I've added things to it in my head, and I don't know if they're real. But like, she has a picture on her mirror of a dark-haired woman. I think that might be her mom. I think yeah, the implication yeah. might the, be that the she had... The novelization 
uh, builds out on that. I was reading about oh, it. Okay. Cause like, so, I think that she lost her mom. She has been, her mom has been replaced by a stepmother. She has a brother that is probably like a half brother that is probably getting a lot more attention than she does. I, I'm not saying like, I'm not justifying her behavior, but I think like, this is a lot about like her being in a situation where I think yeah. she's wanting an escape because reality is like really hard to deal with for her. And that's where the whole fantasy like thing happens for her. Like, so the character uh, David Bowie represents in the real world is in the novel, and he is. Um, it was her mom's like best friend at work, and he was super cool and hung out with her all the time and like played with her while her mom was doing stuff. Uh, so he is like brought into the fake world as the Goblin King, trying to lead her away from her <laughs> her actual family who's still around. Uh, that changes context a little bit i think i mean she is like a child still and that's like that's a tough situation yeah but god but the way it was over the top just just based on the movie man she was uh she was not like a likable character (laughs) no i think she becomes likable like this is a i think this is the sort of movie where you see a lot of personal growth in the main character which is interesting when like my interpretation of this is that none of this happens right this is all in her head this Um, is the sorry i was just thinking about it this is the perfect movie for like a reboot where it's like just she's a fully grown woman and it happens again oh (laughs) Oh, that'd be cool that would be good especially because the puppets at the end are like we'll be there whenever you need us what if oh i can't do (laughs) david bowie again uh unfortunately so i don't know who you'd do mick jagger (laughs) (laughs) That's the goblin king. <laughs> just have the goblin king stay an owl the whole time mm. he can be a puppet <laughs> speaking of puppets and animals um one of my favorite things about this movie is there's a skunk question mark what's sir didymus a a fox? Badger? uh some small animal he looks a bit like Sirius, my dog um and he ha- he rides a small sheep dog named ambrosius And sometimes that's a real dog and other times it's a puppet. And all of the times when Ambrosius is doing anything, they use over the top horse sound effects. And it is so (laughs) fucking funny to me. Like they'll just show him like walking and you hear like literally like hooves. And then like there's one part where he gets scared and he like rears back and it literally does like the like (laughs) like horse sound. I lost it. It's so funny. I don't know why just taking a small dog and giving it horse sound effects is <laughs> genius. Everything <laughs> they do with that dog is very funny. <laughs> yeah, he's an absurd character and it, it's well positioned for him to show up at the end because if he was there the whole time, it'd be way too much. <laughs> this movie also is like um, one that like I watched with my family a lot growing up and there's a bunch of things that like we quote from it specifically um when they go to the bog of eternal stench and ludo's like smell bad like that's been a running joke in my family like forever if any like if we like are driving and we smell like a skunk or something we'll all just be like smell bad (laughs) so i have like a very like i don't know personal relationship with the movie it's very i feel like it's a lot of references in my life to this ludo also probably my favorite character big old big old monster that's scared of everything <laughs> it's very wizard of ozzy in that way mm. and he's but be- he's friends with rocks and can summon them that's great <laughs> that's ridiculous rocks that's so friends. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the goblins are very bad at everything they try to do yep. yeah they're incompetent very fun little whimsical nonsense characters <laughs> one of them had a machine gun <laughs> <laughs> what about those cannonballs they shoot that have goblins in them how yeah, does like why why do they do that <laughs> why are they in there <laughs> they can just use normal cannonballs <laughs> i think a central rule of goblin ideology and philosophy is that uh everything needs to be as ridiculous as possible hence david bowie being their king while obviously not being a goblin mm-hmm. the goblins too like they don't really seem like bad guys. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they're just so like, I guess, I don't know. 
I mean, inept. David Bowie's character is also a bad guy, but like he doesn't feel that bad for most of the movie. Like he does, he really does nothing to stop. <laughs> he tries to like erase Sarah's memory, but aside from that, he's pretty hands off about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he's mean to Hoggle, but that's like, but he's not really mean to Sarah. Sarah's mean to Hoggle too. Everybody's mean to Hoggle. <laughs> I know, poor Hoggle. He gives her 13 hours to go through this lab. Like, he didn't ha- even have to do that, right? Like, why is that a thing? Well, 26 hours in a day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, why even give her the chance to, like, why not just turn Toby into a goblin immediately? Why? Mm, I don't understand. It's about being a goblin king. It's one of the rules. Yeah. I tried to count, but. I, and I don't remember, remember how many. This movie's not 13 hours long. <laughs> I was more just, well, he takes away some of the hours. Like he takes away like a couple oh, yeah. at one point. Um, but uh, he changes outfits a lot. So yeah. I, and one time, I think it was three outfit changes in like one scene. Um, and the funniest one to me is the one where like they show up in the like town surrounding the castle and he's like everybody go like take care of stuff and then he runs off and then he shows up in a new outfit in the next scene so it's like he was like oh they're here and all the goblins go get them and then he like runs away and he's like what am i gonna wear like what am i gonna wear oh my god they're here (laughs) i liked the uh the great big assholes in the bog yeah the bog of eternal stench it's got farts. All the fart noises every time they stepped on a rock. I, I looked up uh, David Bowie Goblin King outfits, and it's all Halloween costumes, and they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw at a um, like a convention one time. I saw some a couple that was cosplaying as um, like David Bowie and Sarah in the ballroom scene, like with the like and he had like the mask thing like mm. the sort of masquerade style mask that David Bowie had. it was it was really well done i do like that scene i know it's like weird because it, there is like i mean we can talk about it it's, it's like they sort there's sort of implied romance between David Bowie and Sarah my interpretation of this has always been that like he's not a real person i think this is all a fantasy in her head Sarah so had a I, crush on an adult. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't feel predatory to me. Um, not that that necessarily excuses it, but um, it's it's never felt like there was. And it's it's not. It's pretty subtle, I would say. Like also, it's not like there's really there's not kissing or, or anything like that. I think yeah, it's they don't subtle, like end up together. Right, it's subtle right up to the point where David Bowie starts singing about loving her and being her slave. Well. I mean, the whole premise of the story that she made up at the very beginning was that the the girl didn't know that the Goblin King was in love with her and would do anything for her. That's like the whole premise is that she's special. The Goblin King is secretly in love with her. And so if she asks for a favor, he's going to grant it. So, I mean, that's the story, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, as far as like the discomfort with it, I think that right up to that point, I was excusing all of it, and then that happens, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, anything else to get into about How this How about movie? that fucking clock? 13 hours in a... 13, that's 26 hours in a day. That's 26 <laughs> hours in a day in the labyrinth world. Crazy. It sure did fly by. I could get so much done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, With I think... two extra hours. <laughs> I think if we're going to take a break, it should be for at least a labyrinth day. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start yeah. uh, uh, basing my personal schedule around labyrinthian time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, 26 hours in a day. Can't help you. <laughs> yeah. Austin, why are you two hours late every day? <laughs> Wouldn't there be a cumulative effect? <laughs> yeah, eventually. I, I was trying to do this math when we were watching it, uh, like trying to figure out how often the, the clock would be right. So, like, you'd have two extra hours per day. So, like, every 12 days, you'd be back on the right time for 12 hours. And then you'd go back. You'd be one hour off on the 13th hour again. And then two at the end of that day. What if it's a 13-hour clock, but it takes the same amount of time to get through the 13 than as it does through the 12? Then those aren't hours, Leah. Well, if a day can be <laughs> 26 hours, hour. <laughs> if a day can be 26 hours, then an hour can be a different number of minutes. That's, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, days can be different lengths on different planets, Leah. Oh, d- <laughs> this must be a different planet, right? Because that's... Yeah, Labyrinth takes place on a different planet. Mm, this is a sci-fi. 
It's got a slower rotational, uh, you know, momentum. I wonder how long a year is in Labyrinth Land. Fuck. We are going to take a break and do a bunch of time math, mm. uh, but we will be uh, back to make this movie even better. God, I can't wait for time math when we do that movie. And we are and we're back. back. Welcome back. Thank it's you. Been, it's been a whole day. 26, 26 hours. hours. <laughs> um, all right. So I have a change. Uh, I was thinking about this this labyrinth and how, you know, Sarah's trying to get her uh, brother back. And it just seems like, I don't know, maybe this is the sort of thing that happens a lot. In the labyrinth, like maybe David Bowie is always stealing babies and turning them into goblins. That's like his whole deal. Um, well, there's a lot of goblins. That yeah, must be where they come from. So yeah, goblins. exactly. Like, I don't know where else they would come from. He turns. I know. didn't see any evidence that goblins fucked. Uh, yeah. They all you know fuck I mean? the trash lady. <laughs> <laughs> the junk lady. Yeah. Um. So I think that. Everyone that Sarah kind of encounters in the labyrinth um, is also trying to get to the center of the labyrinth because their baby brother also was kidnapped by David Bowie. Um, so that would include like our main cast as well as like bit characters. Kind of everyone's just trying to navigate this labyrinth because there's a whole bunch of babies um, at the castle uh, in the center of the labyrinth. Um, so I think... Uh, I would like to see the scene where Sarah meets Hoggle for the first time. And it'll kind of be just the same scene, except then he'll reveal that he's been trying to get to the center of the labyrinth too um, for his baby brother or sister. Could be a sister. They're just babies. She got locked in the sister room. <laughs> yes. The sister room is a room in the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and that's canon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Farley, as the most dramatic of us, I think you're going to be Sarah. <laughs> uh, and Austin, you can be Hoggle. You can say it as the most goblin-like. As the most goblin-like? He's not a goblin. I would say as the most puppety. Wait, yeah. Hoggle's not a goblin? No. no. He's Hoggle. What he's the Hoggle. fuck is he then? He's, he's a Hogwart. He's... He's the Hogwart. Okay. Hogwash. They call him something. Hogwash. They call him like a dwarf, I think, at one point. They call him something like that. Oh. He's like, what? what's he? Uh, he's a he's wood like spraying fairies with poison or something when we see he's him. He's exterminating <laughs> them because he's they're pests. Like... <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So, Sarah, you're trying to figure out how to get in the labyrinth. You're going to talk to Hoggle, and then um, I will come in as needed. Ready and action. 452 <laughs> 453 454 What what 400. are you doing? Oh, oh, sorry. Lady, I didn't see. I was uh uh getting ready these fairies. What are you doing to them? Well, I spray them with the poison and then I step on them. Why are you killing fairies? They're they're like a, they're they're like pests here. They go around. They grant wishes. They're magical. No, we're not. Hey, quiet. We're we're nice. We're good. We grant wishes. Don't listen. They lie all the time. They just said they. Well, grant they wishes. do. Yeah, they do do that, but they also lie. Please don't kill us. Are, is, so it's like a monkey's paw kind of thing, where when you make a wish on a fairy, they they trick you. No, no, no. I, they 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 grant your wish. It's exactly there. what you want, but they're. So if I got one of these guys, looks like there's only one left. If I caught a, if I, I was gonna wish that my brother was back. Uh, shoot. What uh, what, what number was I on? I'm still dying. Hey, I wish oh, my baby brother was back. I gotta back. step on this one. Hold on. Squish. No. Fuck. Four hundred fifty-six. Is that? No, I think you already said that. I don't. I couldn't say for sure though. I'm ah shit. Now I gotta start over. Well, n there there aren't any more. You killed all of them. I can I can count their bodies. It doesn't matter. What what are you doing here? I was I was just 
You should come in to save my baby brother. He was taken by the Goblin King. Oh, no way. My baby brother got taken by the Goblin King, too. But you're, a, you're surely a goblin. No, I'm a hobble. You're a hobble. What's your name? My name is Hobble. <laughs> hobble Telescope. Are you sure that's your name? I think it might be really close. It seems like you're not sure, but it's, I think it might be like really close to what your name is. Oh, that's right. Hoggle. That, I'm a hobble named Hoggle. <laughs> Same? <laughs> what is that fucking guy's name? Hoggle. Hoggle, okay. <laughs> Uh, Austin, I love you as a hoggle. <laughs> Don't change it at all. <laughs> I'm in physical pain. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's pretty perfect. much uh, that guy's whole deal. That was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they do grant wishes, but they lie too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's exactly what you wished for. <laughs> I like that he was he was killing them for apparently no reason. He was just like, yeah, I lost count. Yeah, oh, well, I, <laughs> does it really matter? <laughs> I, I didn't get to it, but my my idea was I was looking for a way into the <laughs> to the labyrinth to save my brother, and I noticed there were a lot of fairies. <laughs> so you thought you had to kill I, all the fairies? Yeah, I just I decided there were too many. Berries. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, so Hoggle's got a little genocidal streak in him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Five hundred fairies. Just <laughs> for no reason. Their only crime was that they lie sometimes. <laughs> uh. Oh God. Okay. I don't need to see another scene because I think my, any other characters that get introduced. Just their baby brothers. Their baby brothers, yeah. So it, it, it can come up in any scene, I think. Um, so who else has a change? I I do have a change. Um, I think it alters the way this movie ends. So Farley, if you would like to go before me, I think that would be good. Okay, yeah, I'll go before you. Um, as we all know, this movie has a lot of puppets in it. Um, and so there is an inevitable two things that we need, really. Um as our resident puppet fetishist, Austin needs to play the Goblin King. Makes sense. Um, and who is Austin Whiteford without his right-hand man? We need Lockheed the puppet as second in command to Austin as the, the uh, puppet king. Can we please do a scene with the Goblin King, Lockheed, and Hoggle? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's actually what I was going to suggest. So there's a scene around the middle of the movie where the Goblin King ambushes Hoggle and tells him to give uh, the girl the uh, the orb that will erase her memory. Uh, it doesn't tell him all that. But because the Goblin King needs his number two to kind of relay that information, I think all three of them show up to ambush Hoggle. So it's Austin, the Goblin King, and Hoggle. Uh, and the Goblin King's trying to convince Hoggle to give Sarah the orb. You up for it? Action. Whoa, oh, Goblin King, uh, I, I didn't see you there. Yes, it's me, the Goblin King, and my right-hand man, Lockheed. Say hello, Lockheed. Well, hi, Lock uh, uh, ha ha Hoggle. I forgot your name for a second. That That's not very good of me, because, you know, we're best friends. Hoggle, come help. It sounds like the you've been helping the girl. No, no, I, I wouldn't dream of it. Uh, I I told her that uh, I she should just give up and go home. Now, uh, Hoggle, you shouldn't be lying to your best friend and the Goblin King. I'm not. I, I I'm not lying. I just. Uh, you Hoggle, know what? You you said the hammer that you were using to kill the fairies could kill the Goblin King. Hoggle, did you think you could defeat me with a hammer? No, 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 I, uh, I, uh, I, please, Goblin King, have mercy, I'll do anything. I don't know don't, why I'm reminding you of that, but I just need help. Don't put me in the liquid fart swamp again, please. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do another dime. Well, all you have to do is feed this small mandarin to 
the girl. Lockheed, explain how that works. <laughs> Why, sure, King. Uh, your your Majesty, uh, that little Mandarin there it contains a whole lot of cocaine and LSD and some other stuff the kids are calling Molly. And uh, she uh, just gonna forget all about that little brother of hers. Uh, I, I, I can't do it. I don't want, she's my friend. Well, yeah, but she's not your best friend. I'm your best friend. You're right, you're right, Lockheed. We, we fought in the war together. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for you, my best friend. Now that's more like it. Why don't we all sing a song about how it works? And scene. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next scene I want to see is the song. I want to see the war. <laughs> What was the war? <laughs> That's Guess Austin's change. <laughs> it's not. It's a bonus change for sure. We could do a scene from the war, though. <laughs> I just want to know what the war was. Is the war in the world of Labyrinth? Uh, yeah, you don't know about the Great Goblin War. No. Mm. Need to brush you up did. on my history. Yeah, you don't. You don't know about the Labyrinth EU. Mm -mm. There's a whole fandom page for it. Yeah, it sounds too serious to do a scene about. <laughs> Um, is there another scene you want to see with your change, Farley? No, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, so my, my change has, uh, little to do with any of this, but I just thought it would be funny if, uh, the scene where, um, uh, Sarah goes to like the junkyard and she ends up in like a version of her room and the junk lady is just like giving her all of her stuff that she likes. Um, and sh at this point she's, I think, eaten the... The fruit. I yeah. said it was a mandarin. I don't know what the fuck it was. I think it, it was, was a, like a peach. Yeah, uh, but she forgot why she was there. I think that just works. And her parents come home. So, <laughs> I uh, Farley, you can be Sarah, and uh, uh, Leah, you will be Sarah's dad, and I will be Sarah's stepmom. Okay. Uh, and we've come home, and Toby is missing. Okay. And Sarah doesn't seem to even remember him. Uh. Action. Sarah, we're home. This is how men speak, normally. That's right, dear. Sarah? Are you here? Dad! Other person! You're home! I, I, I'll go check I, on the baby. I really, you know, you don't have to call me mom, but other person seems a little harsh. Hey, Sarah, is the baby with you? Um... You should be in bed. It's uh, it's late. The babe with the hoodoo? What now? Toby. His name's... You I do. know his name. He's my yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. He does the voodoo. What? Hoodoo? You do? Hoodoo. Do what? The babe with the power of the voodoo. Huh? Where's Toby? Okay, guys. The bit's over. Who was? Toby doesn't rhyme with any of that. Uh, sir, where's your brother? Hey, where's your brother? That's what you sound like. <laughs> That's how men speak. That's how men speak. That's how men speak. What are you guys talking about? You're fucking with me. Whoa. I don't think you should be using that language, young lady. I am way too high out of my mind to deal with any of this. Sarah. Oh my god, you've been That's doing- It's not like that. I ate a peach. I ate a oh. magic peach that a, cog a, Hubble, a Hubble telescope gave me. What? Okay, we should probably take her to the hospital, but we gotta I, find the baby. No, no, no. This yeah. was before the peach and after he killed the fairies that Grant wishes. Okay, uh, yeah, Sarah, you, we gotta take her to the hospital, but I... They lie sometimes, though, so they had it coming. He said, all after the war, all fairies need to die. The war? For what they did. What war? The Goblin War. What are you guys talking about? The Great Goblin War, where the fairies uh, fought the goblins? Is this for one of your plays? Oh, that's oh what it is. Oh my god, yeah. you guys. You're always making it about the plays. This is real fucking life, dude. Sarah, you ha you cannot use that language. 800,000 goblins died in the field. What? The women Go stayed behind to work the factories to make more goblin cannonballs. They were impregnating women to manufacture goblin cannonballs. Okay, that sounds horrible. It was. It was. And the fairies... 
Oh my god, the fairies. They started poisoning the food imports. They they blockaded all the ships and all the bread was poisoned. So the women, the pregnant women, they, they died. Almost all of them. Goblins were reduced to next to nothing. I'm kind of come kind of coming around to the fact that the fairies probably do need to be exterminated. Yeah, they lie sometimes. Cuz that food was supposed to be good and they poisoned it and that was their lie. The only lie the fairies the only lie the fairies ever told just happened to be the biggest one. Okay. Makes you think, doesn't it? She's been reading her stories again. Yeah. So where's Toby though? Like, haha, ha, very funny, but where is Toby? Yeah, the Toby with the power of the Wobie. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Your brother. You were babysitting your brother, Sarah. I have never had a brother. Um, wow. Uh, this again, just because he's not, he's your half-brother, so you don't have a brother? That's... Gar, I ought to go back to the Goblin Kingdom and phew, I could muster an army the likes of which you've never seen. After what they did to the fairies, they perfected the art of war. Okay, I think we're gonna have to confiscate your books, Sarah. Man, that coke is hitting. I'm gonna. Have you, did you check Toby's room? That's where I looked first. I looked in his crib. I, I, I mean, I didn't check under the bed or anything. Let me go. We'll, we'll check. I'll, I'll go check. Okay. The Toby. Goblin King actually took Hobble Telescope's brother. Sarah, you listen to me. You never talk about the Goblin King. He will come here. So you so you know. Yeah, of course I know. Whose side did you take in the war? Obviously the goblins. The fairies lie sometimes. And the biggest lie is about the, the food. The biggest lie is about the food. The food's not supposed to be poison. But they poisoned the food. They said they didn't. They, they said, said it they wasn't didn't. poison. They said they let the food pass through, but it was poison the whole time. I fucking hate the fairies. I didn't find Toby, but there's two guys in there. So one of them always tells the truth and one of them always lies. Oh, I know this one. You just have to punch one of them really hard in the stomach and then I'll listen. Hobble did it. Hobble telescope? Hubble Telescope, yeah, he just punched one of them really hard in the stomach, and then he told him the truth. Okay, I'll try it. Scene? I... <laughs> <laughs> I got really smart while I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> if someone poses a real to you, you just hit them as hard as you can. <laughs> Is that, um, that, like, riddle type thing of, like, this person always tells the truth and this person always lies? Does that predate this movie? Because th this this movie was the first time I had heard that. And I've certainly I, heard it in a lot know. of things since. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. A Surely lot of things. Hey, Riddle Riddle, you mean? I'd, I'd heard it before Hey, Riddle Riddle, I think. I don't know where, but I think just as a riddle. But I feel like most riddles are just super old, right? Yeah, that's why I was wondering if it... Like, I feel like it gets referenced, but I don't know if people are referencing the specific one from the labyrinth or if they're referencing, like, the riddle as a concept that, like, yeah. maybe existed, like, far before. I don't know. When I think of it, I always think of labyrinth because it's just the first time I saw that or encountered The liar it. paradox has been discussed in philosophy since the middle of the 4th century BCE. Ooh. But that's so just the idea not. that someone always lies, and how do you get them, how do you prove uh, that they're... A man says that he is lying. Is that one? Oh. Okay. This version the... uh, dates back to 6 BC. The one where it's one person always tells the truth and one person always lies? Yeah, the Epimenides paradox. I think. Sarah's solution to that seemed right to me. It right? was. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you just ask what the other one would say. Yeah. But she still fell in a hole immediately when she walked through the door. Yeah, she they cheated. <laughs> she got a big head. <laughs> oh, what followed was one of my favorite things. Um, the hands? The hands. God, the hand eyes and the mouth and everything. They yeah. are really so cool. cool. Yeah. There's a lot of cool visual shit in this movie. Uh, do we want to see any other scenes? We've done all three changes. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if we wanted to do like another scene. Is there, I mean, we've already kind of ended it. Uh, gonna say, yeah, the police got involved. <laughs> is Toby then just he's a goblin? Is that how it ends? He gets turned into a goblin, or you know, investigators Maybe. find the Goblin King and arrest him. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Lockheed probably. Oh, I want to see like <laughs> the Goblin King 
the puppet master um, in like a interrogation room. That'd be good. Well, we know who everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> so someone, wait, so who all is being interrogated? The Goblin King. Okay. Not Lockheed as Austin well? Austin Wyford. Yeah, well, Lockheed might be there because where Austin Wyford goes, suspiciously, Lockheed's Lockheed also follows. <laughs> okay. Do we, are we casting like an interrogator? Or are we like, or Farley and I both going to be there? Good cop, bad cop? Good I cop, think, rad cop? Good cop, rad cop, yeah. Which one's which? We'll what? let the scene decide. We'll let the scene we'll decide. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Action. So, um, you want to tell us again exactly what you were doing um, coming in the window of uh, that house? Or... Oh, whoops. That was my skateboard. Just fell off the table there. Yeah, I was just doing what the Goblin King told me to do. And Goblin King, uh, were you going to at least speak for yourself? Lawyer. I need a lawyer. I'm not speaking until I have a lawyer. Okay, well, we can keep talking to the puppet. We, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once he stops talking, then maybe we'll look at, we'll continue interviewing you. Okay. So why did the Goblin King tell you to, to, to break into that house? Well, like I was saying before, he said we had to kidnap the baby. Because we was going to turn him into a goblin. Yeah, but we're not going to do that whole hoodoo thing again about the voodoo. We don't care about the voodoo. What did you want with the baby? Hoodoo? You do. No, I, we no, know. Oh, stop. Don't, you're playing into it. I just... It, it feels like you can't just leave it hanging there. You have to finish it. Remind me of the babe. Okay, well, let's move on. So, uh, what was the question? I don't remember. What, uh, so, I, you asked me about the voodoo. I don't think so. No. That doesn't sound No, we right. didn't, sir. We asked about uh, why you were trying to kidnap the babe. And I, the baby, the infant. Oh, you, so we could turn him into a goblin. And is that like a euphemism for something? Uh, well, like, no, you just gonna turn him into a goblin, you know. And you're both, you're, you're claiming you're both goblins. Yeah, I'm a goblin and surely the goblin king must be a goblin too. Well, he is clearly a human man, and you appear to be a sock puppet made to look like a dragon? I'm a goblin dragon. It's foolproof. Because we goblin up all these babies. <laughs> oh, so, so you're, you're, you're going to eat the babies. Yeah, okay. What? No, that's not what I said. I think we well, got everything we need. Yeah, we've got it. It's on tape. It's seen. <laughs> <laughs> you're going away for a long time. <laughs> Because we cobbling up these babies. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, now we've got a. Uh, I this movie got weirder. I think it was already a weird movie. Um, so we've got a movie with uh, uh, Austin Wyford as the Goblin King and Lockheed's there, and uh, everyone's baby brothers have been taken. We didn't even reference that again. Oh, we did. Uh, they had, they got arrested for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we should have had uh, Lockheed's brother also be missing. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where my brother is. <laughs> oh, I want to meet Lockheed's brother. <laughs> um, uh, and and Sarah has also forgot all about uh, the fact that she had a brother. So uh, there was also like a goblin war, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, let's uh, let's see the trailer. Sarah's baby brother was just kidnapped by the Goblin King, and her new friend Hoggle really hates fairies. Why are you killing fairies? They're they're like uh they're they're like pests here. They go around, they grant wishes, they're magical. No, hey, quiet. We're we're nice. We're good. We grant wishes. Don't listen, they lie all the time. They just said they well, grant they wishes. Do, yeah, they do do that, but they also lie. Please don't kill us. Are, is, so it's like a monkey's paw kind of thing, where when you make a wish on a fairy, they they trick you. No, no, no they 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 grant your wish. It's exactly what you want, but they. Or is it hobble? But you're, a, you're surely a goblin. No, I'm a hobble. 
you're a hobble. What's your name? My name is Hobble. Hobble Telescope. <laughs> Are you sure that's your name? But Hobble or Hoggle is secretly working with Austin Wyford, the Goblin King, and his right-hand puppet, Lockheed. Don't put me in the liquid fart swamp again, please. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do another dime. Well, all you have to do is feed this small mandarin to the girl. Lockheed, explain how that works. Why, sure, King, uh, your, your majesty, uh, that little mandarin there it contains a whole lot of cocaine and LSD and some other stuff the kids are calling Molly, and uh, she uh, just gonna forget all about that little brother of hers. And Sarah does forget all about that brother of hers. Hey, Sarah, is the baby with you? Um... You should be in bed. It's uh, it's late. The babe with the uh, hoodoo? What now? Toby. His name's... You I do. know his name. He's my son. Yeah, yeah. He does the voodoo. What? Hoodoo? You do? Hoodoo. Do what? The babe with the power of the voodoo. Huh? Where's Toby? Will the Goblin King get away with it? I'm a goblin, and surely the Goblin King must be a goblin, too. Well, he's clearly a human man, and you appear to be a sock puppet made to look like a dragon? I'm a goblin dragon. It's foolproof. Because we goblin up all these babies. <laughs> oh, so, so you're, you're eating are, you're them. Gonna eat, you're going to eat the babies, yeah. Okay. What? No, that's not what I said. Find out this summer in Labyrinth. Wow, wow, what a, what a trailer. trailer. And if you liked that trailer and love that trailer and want to support that trailer. <laughs> I do. You can uh, do so at bedroomclub.com. You got links to, uh, you can get merch with our logo on it. Um, shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, phone cases, all this stuff. Um, you can also subscribe to our Patreon and get like uh, over 50 bonus episodes right away and a wow. brand new one every <laughs> every two weeks. Um, if you like me, love me, want to support me, um, check out Human News, which right now is still sitting at eight episodes. It will round up to 10 for the first season at some point. Um, or Empty Geniuses, if you like Magic the Gathering. We are officially back right now, even as of recording, new episodes have come out. Um, Farley, what do you want to plug? If you like me, love me, want to support me, Dungeon Auditors Guild. I'm not going to tell you anymore. There are a hundred episodes of me saying it. Listen to one other episode of this show, and that's my <laughs> other plug. <laughs> Which one? Uh, probably the first one. No. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm going to plug going back to the very beginning of this show and listen. Oh God. <laughs> You'll Don't really appreciate the, uh, the later yeah. episodes. Yeah, actually, yeah. Go back and listen to an early one and then listen to more recent ones and be like, wow, look how far they've gone. If you think we're bad now. <laughs> you have no idea. We've come a long way. And speaking of coming a long way, next week. Uh, oh, uh, Leah, what do you have to plug? <laughs> oh, sorry. No, that was my plug. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm plugging early episodes. Com yeah. Coming a long way? Uh -huh. Speaking of yeah, I'd like way. to plug coming a long way. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to do it if I want to pick this I just watched it recently so it's not bad for me I don't have to watch it again uh, but it's 2 hours and 49 minutes mm. I feel like It Chapter 2 was also yeah. that so. oh yeah yeah Austin fucked us so I get to fuck us too um, speaking of coming a long way Interstellar oh oh okay yeah That'll the be fun. only movie where people come in space I don't I don't think that that can't possibly be true. It has to happen. It doesn't happen on camera, but that one guy's in space for like four years by himself. I'm just saying that can't possibly be the only movie where people come in space. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Every movie, people come in space because the ISS exists. <laughs> Matt Damon was jerking off all over Mars. Got us there. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Indeed.